0: Hey, what's up? It's De Huff. It's another episode of De Huff on Censored. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the podcast. Real quick, hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so already. Also, today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton, and of course, Blake Street Tavern. A lot of great headlines I want to get to today. So you know what? Let's just do it. Let's just get right into the slippity-sloppity. <laughs> Let's go! Let's
1: go! And now, here are the headlines.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of the slippity-slappity, do you guys remember Gwyneth Paltrow when she came out with that candle that says, this smells like my vagina? Now, Elon Musk, I guess he's trying to raise money so he can buy Twitter. Uh, He's coming out with a new cologne called Burnt Hair. And I thought this was a joke at first, but he's apparently going to (laughs) to sell it. And this is what it says on the website. Leaning over a candle at the dinner table, but without all the hard work. That's disgusting. If it really smells like burnt air, that's a little too much. Because kind of going back to the Gwyneth Paltrow thing, she was joking with somebody. I don't know if it was her husband or what when she said like a certain smelled like her vagina she was she was just kidding so that candle doesn't actually smell like her vagina or so she says my god that smells like a vagina <laughs> did a vagina walk in the room what's happening anyway so she says that that's not even what it what it smells like she's just she was just goofing around and they're like, let's just call that. This smells like my, my vagina candle. and sell it with the company her company, Goop. And you know what? It got a lot of attention. But this thing with Elon Musk, if that really indeed smells like burnt hair, who the fuck is going to buy it? Especially when you hear this information. Of course, it's going to be made by his, his boring company. And it's going to sell for $100 a bottle. That better be a fucking jug. Can I get a growler of your burnt hair cologne, please? My God. And it's going to be shipping early in 2023. And this is what it says. It captures the essence of repugnant desire. Never have I ever been aroused by the smell of burnt hair. Never. Maybe I'm just doing life wrong. I don't know. But I can't imagine that somebody smells burnt hair and they're like, oh, my God. God, I am DTF, you know? Listen, older folks, that means down to fuck, okay? I got a wide range of people that listen. It's okay. It's okay. I'm here. I am here to bring the forces together. A bar in Alston, Massachusetts called the Silhouette Cocktail Lounge is offering free hot dogs for life if you dedicate a tattoo to them. At this place, hot dogs range depending on if they're having a special, like I think on Wednesdays, it's only a dollar hot dog. But after that, it's right around $3.50. Is it worth getting a tattoo of a hot dog doing whatever or however you want to do it? Is it worth getting a tattoo of a hot dog so you can save $3.50 a day? And if you're eating that many hot dogs a day, it's really not going to be worth it because you're going to be dead soon because because that's not healthy. Listen, I'm not a goddamn doctor, although I can play one if you want. (laughs) Oh, that sounded creepy. It did sound creepy, and I don't know why I did that, and I apologize. But, like, it's just not worth doing that. For a hot dog? Not for a hot dog. What food would you do that for? The first thing that comes to my mind, I would get a tattoo of like sushi or steak or maybe even like some seafood or something like that. That makes sense for free food, but not a hot dog. That's so stupid. So basically what I'm saying is if there's a restaurant out there or any company that wants to give me some sort of product for free for life for getting a tattoo, uh, let me know. Duff on Uncensored at gmail.com. That's just bizarre to me. I, I don't understand why anybody would do that for a hot dog. For a hot dog. That, that, that does not make sense. Remember there was that guy from Colorado. I, th- I want to say he was up in Fort Collins. He got that big ass, I think it was like six inches by six inches roughly, on his back of Subway. Subway sandwiches. And he gets a quote-unquote free subs for life which it was like a gift card basically uh something like that it wasn't for life it was like a fifty thousand dollar gift card or something like that which i broke it down and it wasn't really worth that much it is and it isn't but that one was like huge and he won a contest and he beat out a bunch of people this one is just like if you have a tattoo of like two hot dogs, like slapping each other or whatever you do, and you can get a free hot dog. I just, mm, God, sushi, man. Sushi is much better or a steakhouse. God dang. That would be great. Oh, I think I told you this before. Like when I worked at the radio station, we had Benny Hana came in and I didn't realize they did sushi. I guess I, I always, anytime I went into Benny Hana, we always went to the hibachi grill and ate, whatever the guy made for us. And I never thought about them having sushi. Well, they were sponsoring something with the radio station at the time and they brought in a bunch of platters. I want to say it was three party-sized platters. If you've ever ordered a platter from like the grocery store or whatever, of like veggies or assorted sandwiches, you know, those round platters. They brought out three of those, a sushi. And only two of us, At the radio station at the time, me and a guy named Jake McDonald were the only ones that loved sushi, and we did our best. We did our best to try to just destroy those party platters, but we couldn't. Nobody else ate them. I was like, this is bizarre. I'm in bizarro world. Who doesn't love sushi? And I don't even think we finished one platter. Here's the thing. If you ever eat sushi, you eat a whole bunch of it, and then like 30 minutes later, you're hungry again. And we tried to do that, but it just didn't work. God damn it, we did our best, okay? A lot of sushi died that day. A lot of sushi died that day. It, that was awful. But again, going back to the tattoo thing, I that doesn't make sense. Maybe you feel differently, but you're an idiot. If you want to get a tattoo of a hot dog, so you could save three dollars and fifty cents for you know a day, because you're going to eat that many hot dogs in your life, is it? Oh my god, that's so fucking dumb. Anyway, Britney Spears deactivates her Instagram account again. The chick is nuts. She's been like contained for so long, and she's she is kind of whacked out anyway. And now, like since that that whole thing with her her dad is is done and she she has quote unquote freedom she like every now and then like she'll like post naked pictures of herself on social media and then she'll go on these weird rants then she shuts down her accounts listen i'm glad her parents aren't like over controlling everything she does but there's something wrong with her and she's crazy bitch be crazy okay hey i got more headlines coming your way but first Root for safeties this season with your friends at Superbook Sports. If you bet with Superbook this football season, they're going to give you a $50 bonus if a safety is scored on a Sunday. From a punter running out of the end zone to the plain old QB sack worth two points. Root for chaos and root for, you know, winning big money with Superbook this fall. So download Superbook Colorado app right now and start rooting for two with Superbook Sports, visit superbook.com for terms and conditions. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Hey, at Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton, they have an incredible selection of beer, wine, and spirits. I tell you that all the time. But did you know they deliver? One of the neighbors down the street gets a, a, a Total Beverage delivery, Like I, I want to say like once a week, maybe twice a week. It's awesome. It's so convenient. And they also do curbside pickup. That's available for you as well. So stop on by 104th and Thornton or on Sheridan and Westminster and see for yourself. You can always find weekly deals, events, or even drink recipes online at TotalBev.com. Again, TotalBev.com. Total Beverage, everything you need, and more. Uh, this is a weird story, and it, it it's... Fascinating, and I think we all need to be paying attention to it because this could just open up a huge, huge Pandora's box. The owner of the Washington Commanders, Dan Snyder, hired a private investigator to do some digging on his fellow NFL owners as well as the commissioner, Roger Goodell. Now he claims, Dan Snyder claims, that he has dirt on Roger Goodell, Jerry Jones, and many other of the NFL owners. And this is what he said allegedly they can't fuck with me. Snyder uh, told his associates that he would not lose his beloved franchise without a fight that would end with multiple casualties. And he said the NFL is a mafia. He recently told an, an associate all the owners hate each other. One of the fellow owners reacted to that and said that's not true. All the owners hate Dan. (laughs) So this is what's interesting, too. Al Michaels brought it up on
1: a broadcast. There was a report today on ESPN alleging that Snyder is accumulating damaging info on other owners and Roger Goodell's leverage. There he is in the middle. To avoid being voted out of the league, our Michael Smith reporting before the game, Snyder is the subject of five different investigations or inquiries for sexual harassment, a toxic work environment, (laughs) financial irregularities. This has been an ongoing story with the investigations and all of that, and the owners have a meeting scheduled in New York on Tuesday. It is not currently on the agenda. Fields under pressure. Just my feeling, I think what the league would love is for Snyder to sell the team. Not have to go to a vote, but just sell the team. Because it's become a major problem around the league, obviously. That was interesting that he brought that
0: up during the game, during play. So it's not like at the beginning of the game when nobody's really paying attention. uh, Or maybe at the end of the game, maybe your team lost or you don't really give a shit anymore. It's in the middle of the fucking game, and he brings up the whole Dan Snyder shit. Here's the thing: I guess there's two ways this could go. It's either going to slowly fade away, or Dan Snyder's going to get whacked. I almost said whacked off. <laughs> He's going to get whacked off. It's going to be great. It's it's really this weird thing because Dan Snyder's dirt is out to the open. You heard Al Michaels talking about it. Everyone else's dirt that he allegedly has is currently under the rug. He's about to rip that rug off the floor and expose it to everybody. Assuming that, you know, his dirt is true. So what does he have to lose? He wants to protect his franchise that he cares about, even though he's a, he's allegedly a a pile of scum, but he's just like, listen, you come after me and you try to get me out of the league Guess what? I'm taking everybody down with me. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. And fuck you, I'm out. Type of thing. Like, if if they try to screw him over, he's going to screw them over. What is interesting is, let's say that they do boot him out, and then he does release all this nasty information, depending on what it is. I mean... You can let your imagination run wild. But I imagine this could be a huge blow to the economy of the NFL. Uh, Think about it like that. it, It could collapse it in some fashion. If you look at the NFL as being this mighty thing, but if all of a sudden somebody goes in there and just throws a bomb in the middle of it, it could just collapse. And that would be, Horrible. Aside from the players, aside from the coaches, think about all the people that benefit from the NFL. There's a lot of people that work in stadiums. There's a lot of people that work outside the stadiums with the parking and and everything else. The economy of every time that there's a game, that people are going to the local businesses around the stadium, the ripple effect would be devastating. For a lot of people, not just the players, not just the owners, not just the coaches. It's it's a nasty ripple effect that would uh, would cause a lot of harm. That being said, if people are dirty, you need to expose them as being dirty. So it's a very slippery slope. That's why I go back to, and I hope this isn't the case. I hope it's not the case. But in this situation... I mean, if you're talking about big time money and you got big time franchises trying to protect their asses, don't be surprised if all of a sudden Dan Snyder just disappears one day. That's fucked up to say. And I hope that's not the case. But Jesus, man, you're dealing with rich and powerful people who are trying to protect their image and protect their their fortune and protect their secrets. So... I, I say that tongue-in-cheek, but it's a real possibility that you could see that happening. And if one day, all of a sudden, you hear on the news something awful happened to Dan Snyder, you heard it here <laughs> that it's not really that surprising. And that makes the problem go away. It's still there, technically, I guess, lingering. But you don't have somebody you know willing to expose it you got dan snyder and his investigator so don't be surprised if some shit happens boy i hope i'm wrong on that but in a weird way it would be fascinating would be fascinating everybody would just be like oh my god in fact if you heard the news you would just be like oh my god The Huff was right. The Huff was right. Real quick, this has been making the rounds. There was a passenger going from New Zealand to Germany, a guy named Henry Beasley. He's a musician, so you automatically know, all you musicians out there, you're a little softer than normal, okay? You are. Stop. Don't try to argue with me. Anyway, he's on a 29-hour flight from New Zealand to Germany. And apparently there was a a baby on board that wouldn't stop crying and he documents it and he tries to play the victim and he's like my eyes twitching it's all because of this fucking baby Uh." here's the thing life sucks okay get over it while he's sitting there bitching and complaining like oh i can't sleep or my life is horrible think about the baby and think about the parents They're going through hell. And guess what? As somebody that has two kids, a seven-year-old and a nine-year-old, when they're little like that, sometimes you can't figure out what the fuck is wrong. Maybe it's the change in air pressure. Maybe it's something else. Maybe they're getting sick. Something. They can't communicate. All they can do is cry. So when you sit there and bitch and complain about, Oh, this is awful. Oh, we need to have adult only flights. That should be a, uh, an option. Listen, I get it that it's it's horrible for you, but you got to put yourself in the parents' shoes because that's even worse for them. So fuck off, Henry Beasley, you big pussy. Jesus, life sucks. Get over it. Quit being so Selfish. That poor parents are sitting there going, how the fuck do we get them to stop? I don't know. I don't know. And there's been times where that happens, whether it's on a flight or you're somewhere else at a restaurant. It's not like you can get up and just go home. You're on a fucking plane. What are you going to do? Nothing. Nothing. It's worse for the parents. So shut the fuck up. That being said, if there is an option (laughs) to, uh, pay a little extra so you don't have a screaming baby on board. I might consider it. I might consider it. I get it. But it's just awful for the parents. It's awful. This article I found this on is UK-based. So this this Trip Advisory poll that they did back in 2012 is based around Britain's. But apparently one-third of Britain said that they would – pay a higher price if it meant that the flight would have no children on board. I guess it depends on the price. And there are some kids that are fucking annoying. I know that like when we flew to Hawaii going on United, it was a, I want to say like a seven hour flight, roughly, something like that. And going to Hawaii, like my daughter, it was her first big flight. And she was not happy. So it was like me try- and she at the time she was like five. So trying to keep her entertained and keep her from melting down was like a full time trip. The whole seven hours, it was me trying to work with her so she wouldn't melt down and dr- disrupt everybody else. Ultimately, she did fine. Fine, quote unquote. But, dude, like I can't imagine what you would do if your baby was crying for even that seven hour flight. It's a nightmare, and as a parent, your stress levels are way through the roof, more so than this little bitch Henry Beasley, because anybody with kids has been in those moments at least once where you you can't figure out how to get your kid to stop crying. You don't know what to do, and sometimes it's just a simple change of pace. I do want to say this, though, because since we adopted our kids, we went through a lot of like classes. And learned a lot of cool tricks on how to calm kids down. One of the things was, like, if the baby is nonstop crying, not to say that this would have helped in the situation, but if you put the kid on their side, I want to say it was facing down, kind of wrapped around your, around your stomach, kind of, and you just kind of gently go back and forth, almost like you're, they're in a Superman pose a little bit, but they're pressed against you head on the... Let's just say their head's on the right and their legs are on the left, whatever, and you just kind of rock back and forth and you do... Not like crazy, like... (laughs) Then he starts puking his guts out. But you do kind of like that and it puts them at ease. And I don't remember why that is, but it's something that helps make them remember back being in the womb or something like that. But there's tricks. Here's the thing. I wonder how many people offered to help because as a parent, there's going to be a certain point where I'm going to break. And if somebody asks me for help, I'm going to, yes, please, please fucking help me. I don't know what to do. And there's a lot of parents out there that have different tricks that have, that they've either stumbled upon or somebody else has told them that work. So maybe instead of sitting there bitching and complaining, Henry and acting like a goddamn victim, Maybe you go, hey, is, can anybody help them? Like, uh, I remember my mom told me this or whatever. My dad used to do this. Don't sit there and sit there and bag on the parents and the kids. Sometimes there's just nothing you can fucking do. And it sucks to be in that situation. And it sucks. I get, I get why he's upset. But man, no, ultimately, I don't have that much sympathy for Henry. I have more sympathy for the parents in the situation and the kid that, like, can't express itself. So, Henry, quit being a little bitch and fucking deal with it. If Henry was right here, I'd kick him right in the balls. Right? Right? I would. Anyway. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. I just don't have sympathy for people that bag on... I'm guessing Henry, he doesn't have kids. Didn't say that anywhere in the article. Guess what, Henry? You're going to have a big dose of reality hit you when you do have kids, and you're going to be like, fuck! Because guess what's going to happen? Karma's going to bite Henry in the ass. He's going to be on a plane one day with his young kids, and the same shit's going to happen. Might not be as long of a flight, but guess what? He's going to be in that situation. It could be a two-hour flight. And that kid won't stop crying for two hours. And guess what, Henry? You're going to be pulling your hair out by like 30 minutes, if not less, because you're like, I don't know what to do anymore. So fuck off, Henry. Jesus. Thank you guys so much for listening. (laughs) Make sure you hit subscribe. Share it with your friends. (laughs) Give it a nice rating. Unless your name's Henry Beasley, then you're going to give it a one because you're a bitch ah uh, superbook sports colorado thank you so much for sponsoring the podcast thanks so much to blake street tavern you also are a great uh, sponsor am i gonna say this for all of them <laughs> blake street tavern 23rd and blake in downtown denver go check them out amazing food amazing atmosphere down at blake street tavern also total beverage in westminster and thornton i love you guys you guys are great Keep up the great work over at uh, Total Beverage in Thornton and uh, Westminster. It's to huff on censored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.